Good morning, everybody. Happy birthday to Woodland Life Center, one year old today. How about that? And uh, so with that, you kind of see the party decorations. Our kids are going to be coming in in a minute. They've got some great stuff they want to hand out to you. And we've prepared a special song just to kind of get our celebration kicked off today. Hey. 
Very well done over here. Nice. Hey, we, we have a whole lot of reasons to celebrate today. When you open up your baggie, your, your birthday, your one-year-old birthday baggie, you're going to find some reasons in there. We just have a whole lot of reasons to say thank you and to celebrate what has been accomplished over this last year. Uh, we are just, we're really on the final, uh, final stretch of construction stuff, still a little bit to do in the kitchen to get that ready. Um, Peter and some of the guys have, I'll just call him Cool, so Cool and the gang, they, they have been doing some work up in the old building in the chapel area. If you swing by there today, you'll see uh, they got a wall going up in there, uh, trying to create a little bit of safety and protection for our kids uh, up on that part of the building. Anyways, we're on the final stretch of construction stuff, and it's been a long time coming, but we are just about there. But even so, we have accomplished a lot of things over this past year. It's going to sound a little bit like a report, but I just, I just feel like we, I just want to make sure you know all the fun stuff that's happening. Just about every week, we got um, really cool things going. So some of the stuff that I have up here, did you know that we have a Cub Scout troop in our church? And they run, there's about 50 kids in this Cub Scout is it troop? Am I, am I saying that right? It's a troop. And um, most, it's a pack. I expected you to know this. He does it. You just show up. You just send the kids. We have like 50 kids in this Cub, Cub Scout pack, and most of them are not a part of our church. It is absolute outreach. And very exciting that, that we have that going on. Um, every other Friday, we open this space up for preschoolers to have an open gym. Of course, we set up our bounce house. That's why I had this set up over here today. And uh, we got a bunch of toys. I don't know, six, seven, eight families show up for that, half of them. Um, I don't know who they are. And uh, it's, it's great fun. Uh, we've had one production one play in here and we've got another one coming up in april little women is being performed in here it's basically a homeschool theater troupe that we have functioning in this place um so yeah april little women will be performed in here pickleball who knows what pickleball is once a month we have pickleball and some of us played yesterday and are still sore from it but it's a lot of fun. It's, it's just the right amount of exercise for those of us that are over the hill, okay? Just the right amount. Might be something worth considering being a part of. You see the archery thing over here. Every other Wednesday, we've got 30 to 50 shooters that are in here doing target practice for archery. We've even had a tournament in here. It's just really cool what's happening. And then I want to introduce you to somebody. I want to invite Jim Ray up here with me. And I'm going to take your microphone. Jim has been leading our Tuesday night basketball group. Can we just welcome Jim? You may not have met him. Will you just share with us a little bit of what's happening? It's an amazing story. What's happening? Yes. Thank you. It's, it's just an honor to be here. 
um, really I was just thinking about, okay, I get to share a few things about basketball. But I just asked the Lord, what could I actually say today that would encourage you? And I just want to read something. Would that be yeah, okay? That, we, we do that in here okay. occasionally. All right. Yeah. We're in church, right? Yeah. Okay, let's celebrate this then. I like to celebrate the word and celebrate the Father. And so this is what it says in Romans 12. Uh, and so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behaviors and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you and what is his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And it goes on to talk about us, the body of Christ, right? Mm -hmm. We all have a part, right, Pastor? Yeah. And I think that's what's so cool about this is we're going to share some of the different parts. And so some of, some of the people in the church, you never get to meet them. You never get to see them. That's what I love about what you're doing is you're calling people up and just saying, hey, this is what God's doing through us. Yeah. But really, every week we come here on Tuesday, and there's guys everywhere, anywhere from, well, we, I, I let an eighth grader slip in. Well. He's a pretty good ball player. But usually high school and up. All the way up to our oldest gentleman was uh, 61 years young. Isn't that awesome? And uh, so we have a great time. And so what we do is we come here and we open up in prayer. And really we give thanks to God first and foremost. But then we give thanks to you guys. Mm. Because really what they're understanding is that for years, from my understanding, seven, eight years ago this project started. Yeah. And you guys have faithfully done your part. Some of you it's just giving, which is huge, right? Without money you can't do anything. So it's okay to have that blessing. But then, then after that, there's people that did the work. Peter and so many, I don't even know. But we're so thankful for you. And then after that, we play ball. And so what happens is, is when you come to play basketball, you can either pay $5 uh, to play, and, uh, or you can memorize and quote the verse of the week. So I send out texts. And so I kind of added up. So ever since we started, which was the end of June last year, mm -hmm. is when we kind of got the basketball started, I sent out over 2,000 texts to um, – you know, we get an average of, we've had about 110 people that have came wow. to play ball in that amount of time. We've had uh, right at 12 guys give their heart to Christ since Come then. on. Come on. Praise God. So, praise God, it's been awesome. And so many more that want to commit their, their heart in, like they've already, you know, been following the Lord, but they want to go to the next level. Um, we get guys, actually, there's even ladies that show up sometimes, and, um, whether it's a girlfriend or even players, and they'll come, and, um, and I've had a, a couple other ladies show up knowing they were coming so they could minister to them too. So mm -hmm. we've just seen some really cool things, and um, a good friend of mine, Octavius, came here. Uh, uh, he lives in Texas now, but back in Indiana, we did this. About the time we started this project, so I'll finish with this, about the time this project was getting started, I came back from Africa from this missions trip, and God put on my heart to go do what we're doing here now. And so about the same time you started this, I started that there. And it was a totally different demographic. It, it was an inner city, totally looked differently. Mm -hmm. And I came here, and uh, within two months of coming here, which was um, uh, almost two years ago, but August of 2016. And within two months, I'm walking down the street, and somebody goes, hey, uh, uh, you know where we can play basketball? I'm like, we're in Willow Park. I don't even know if they play basketball. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm yeah. like. So I was like, no, I have no idea. And they said, okay, and we left, and I didn't think about it. And the very next day, I'm somewhere else, and somebody goes, hey, excuse me, do you know where we can play basketball at? I said, funny enough, do I look like a basketball player? I said, I, I don't know, I have no idea. I said, there's a park downtown, like this. And okay, so I went home that night, and I got before the Lord, and I said, Father, do you want me to do mm -hmm. basketball church here? Mm -hmm. And I didn't get an answer. 
Um, but the next day, I go to meet with uh, Diane Allen, and she's awesome. And I'm sitting in Choices, and we're just talking. I was going to volunteer there. And she said, well, I just want to ask you a few questions. Have you ever done any kind of ministry or anything? And I said, well, I pastored basketball church. She's like, that's awesome. She said, would you come do that here at our church? I'm like, I don't even have to plan about it. Mm-hmm. God is so good. So I just want to give him praise. But I, I just want to thank you. It is awesome. You guys are changing people's lives. And as it says in 2 Timothy, that we fight the good fight, right, the good fight of faith. So when you guys get before the Father one day, he's going to say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thank you, Pastor. Isn't that awesome? Uh, Another thing we do in here once a month, it's pretty cool, is this little thing called Skate Night and Black Light Dodgeball. And you know, I mean... How versatile is this room that we can go from that to this right now? And you know what? We've had up to 50 people skating in here at one time. Now, that's, that's a lot of people on wheels. So trying to keep them all going in one direction is, is challenging. But let me tell you, um, half of the people that come to our skate night have never attended our church. Um, it's word of mouth. I had a phone call just a couple of days ago. Hey, when's skate night this month? We heard about it. We're coming. Um, this is the kind of pure outreach that is, that is functioning just because of this space. And I just think that it's, it's wonderful to be able to celebrate, even just in, in a year's time, all that has just been launched and, and, and is beginning to happen in here. We should have had the disco ball going during Fool in the Gang, right? Would have been hard to see, but um, but that that is terrific. And then wh- one last thing I want to mention. So as we just kind of go to you know regular stage lighting there, and we can kill the disco ball too. Um, I want to invite Joe and Tessa Swearingen up here with me. Another couple that most of you in here have not met, but about a month ago we partnered up with Freedom Church. And invited them to come and minister in our space on Saturday nights. We have a Saturday night church that is functioning here now. They, uh, they were meeting in a room that was about the size of the kitchen. And they had about 50 people crammed into this tiny, tiny little building. Uh, they're a church that's almost a year old as well. Started in the summer. So you're about nine months old. And... Um, uh, we invited them to come and start meeting here in our space. So I just want them to greet you, say hello to you, that you can meet them. So Joe and Tessa, just just say hi. And yeah, so you guys are amazing. Your pastor is absolutely amazing. We, I, I honestly cannot even put into words just how grateful and just blessed we are to be able to meet in this facility. And it's it's a, a long story, and I could, I could preach on this, but it is uh, such an answered prayer. Um, we, we were in Monument from 2010 to 14, and then we went back to Tulsa for a few years and worked at a church. We knew we were going to plant a church. We knew it was supposed to be in Woodland Park. I wanted to put it in Monument, and God said, no, we're going to put it here. And I am so glad I obeyed God. Mm-hmm. So this is just absolutely amazing. Well, and I love his heart. 
I mean, how many pastors, I'm just going to be honest, this is, you know, the, the Bible says the world will know us by our love. And the fact that there's another pastor in town that instead of feeling threatened or com- had to compete with another church, he's like, you know what, this is about kingdom business. This is about reaching people for Christ. And so thank you. And and thank you to the board and thank you to all of you. And, and our heart, of course, is we're going to, you know, we meet in here every Saturday night and we're always reassuring pastor that we will leave this place better than we found it. So we will be good stewards of what you guys are entrusting us with every Saturday night. And yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yep, you're welcome. Awesome. And, and what she just said is true. Yesterday they came and there was a plugged toilet, but when they left, it wasn't plugged up anymore. So she's absolutely telling the truth. Absolutely telling the truth there. You know, I didn't list off everything. It, it would take too long to do that, but I think you're getting a feel, a vibe of, of what's happening in this space. Yes, it was seven years of sacrificial giving and service and sweat equity that was put into this place, but already what incredible fruit we're experiencing and imagine what is still to come. Imagine what is still to come. Can we just celebrate that in advance? I want to invite our worship team to come back into place because we're actually going to sing church songs. Okay, promise. Regular church. Uh, and I want to invite our ushers to come and, and join us up front as we begin to worship even through our giving today. Jesus, we we honor you. We honor you with what has been. We honor you with what is. And we we even honor you today with, with the possibilities of what is yet to come. Uh, we're having fun today. We're filled with joy today, with expectation today. But in the end, it's really, it's about who you are, what you have done for us, how you have changed our lives, and how you're moving in us and through us to even affect and infect others with your love. You are our provider. Thank you for the provision that has come. And we even thank you in advance for the provision that is on its way. Take what we have to offer you today. Use it. Bless it. Multiply it. Accomplish your kingdom purposes with it. Build your church across the globe with it, we pray in Christ's name. And everybody said. Lord, I'm amazed by you. Lord, I'm amazed.
switch genres now from disco to country folk. That's okay. <laughs> one, two, one, two, three, four.
need to build your kingdom in Woodland Park, in Powers County. Friends, what we celebrate today, we don't celebrate the wall that is sealed, but your presence and your power that is flowing through this room, God. With every group that comes in here throughout the week,
Invited into this place. We purpose to do so today because we declare our absolute need for you. This whole set of stories today. its genesis in you it's because of you you unfolded it and you are continuing to unfold it before us it's all about you we are your people called by your name this is your place We choose to follow your word. We hide your word in our heart that we might not sin against you. We allow your word to be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path, realizing even in this moment that though those pictures sound alike, they're really distinct from one another. There are people in this room right now who have just a lamp unto their feet, just enough light to take the very next step. 
not really knowing what's down the path, down the road, but you're giving just enough to take the very next step. But sometimes your word shines down onto the path where you can see Either way, you're leading. Either way, it's you guiding. We follow. That is our faith at work today. So we just cling to you. Whether we are experiencing days of darkness in our realities, in our journeys, and in, in our circumstances, or whether we're just on top of the mountain with joy and peace and prosperity and celebration, regardless of what the life reality is, we cling to you, we honor you, we praise you, and we trust you and you alone, for you and you alone are God. Thank you, Jesus, for what you have done for us. And we thank you in advance for what you're going to do. And it's in Jesus' mighty and powerful name we all prayed and everybody declared. Man, you may be seated. And as you're doing so, I want to invite you to the book of Acts, the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1. We have been encountering Jesus and before I go any anywhere into this reading I want to acknowledge something just so that you don't think I've lost my marbles here yes the story we are about to read happens after the resurrection <laughs> we haven't even gotten to Easter yet but I think you'll understand as we dig into this today, how it really um, connects to where we're at as a church family and answering the question, I believe, where we are going. Acts chapter 1, right at verse 1. In my former book, Theophilus, in case you're in a place in life where you're trying to consider a great name for a child, good one. In my former book, Theophilus, I, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave them many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God on one occasion. While he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift that my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around him, and they began to ask him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel. 
are you going to set into motion this kingdom that we've been anticipating? Are, are you getting Rome out of Dodge? Are you kicking them out finally? Is it go time? And he says, well, that's not for you to know. It's not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And after he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were intently looking up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? The same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. They had just not long before this watched Jesus being crucified, buried. As we know, they, they, they went into hiding. They, they assumed they were next because these are the ones that had been following Jesus the last three plus years as he was accomplishing his ministry. But now it's over. He's dead and buried. Now what? They're in the now what phase of their lives. They, they really thought that they had everything uh, very clearly laid out before them about what was going to happen next. Now, we know three days later, Jesus rises from the dead, has victory over sin and death, and he begins to appear to them over a period of about a month and a half. And we're in sight of this period. It's still the now what time, but at least hope is beginning to arise in them. Purpose has not yet unfolded for them, but, but hope is there. Jesus is risen from the dead, but he's, it's different. They're not following him moment by moment, day by day, week by week. He's coming and going. He shows up. He, he miraculously, like they're hiding behind closed doors, and he just shows up, whether he's walking through a wall, walking through a door, or just appearing this resurrected body that jesus is in is amazing but he's showing up and and he he tells them something or or shows them something and then he disappears and and this has been happening over a period of 40 days luke who's writing this mentions this one particular occasion don't leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father has promised. Stay inside the walls. Stay inside the walls of Jerusalem and wait, wait for the gift that is coming. Wait for empowerment. You're not going to be able to accomplish anything. Your purpose is not going to be set before you until you are empowered by my spirit. So you're going to have to wait for that. But when that happens, when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, here's 
the purpose that is going to go before you. You are going to be my witnesses, my communicators. And all of Jerusalem and all of Judea and Samaria and even to the ends of the earth. Your scope is going worldwide. Your purpose is laying before you like that. It it won't begin to unfold until you are empowered, so you're going to have to wait for that. But when that happens, here is what is before you. And then they watched him physically ascend to heaven. And and the purpose of that is, is quite clear. Jesus' time of walking on earth, even, even this strange waiting time of coming and going, has ceased to exist. He has departed. He's coming back, but he has departed. And a new era is being ushered in. Just after this reading, right at chapter 2 of Acts, the Holy Spirit comes upon the followers of Jesus. They are empowered with the, they are infected with the presence of God Almighty inside of them, and they begin to walk out their purpose. It starts inside of the walls of Jerusalem. In fact, it takes quite a bit of time before they begin to really move out of that area, before they start uh, infecting Judea and all of Samaria. And it's years before they're moving into the ends of the earth. But here we are over 2,000 years later on the other side of the planet, knowing about and experiencing the presence of God, the knowledge of God, because they just simply walked out their purpose. Where Jesus told them to go, empowered by the Holy Spirit, they went. What we've been experiencing in this space has been awesome And there is much more to come. But the question that has been burning on my heart for a while is what's next? Where do we go from here? We're functioning inside of these walls and it's great. And there's more to be accomplished inside of these walls. But this can't be the extent of it. And as I dig into this reading, I... I, I can see the concentric circles laying out before us. We're functioning inside of our Jerusalem here. But, but how do we accomplish Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth? One of the great things about the Church of the Nazarene is our global missions. We're all over the world bringing the gospel to the world. 13% of of our offerings goes to fund world missions. Actually, we are are involved in to the ends of the earth ministry right now. 13% of what, what comes in goes out 
to help missionaries accomplish fulfilling spreading the gospel across the globe. We, we are in areas where we're not supposed to be in. Countries that I'm not even allowed to say the name of the country. That's, that's how phenomenal our, our missions work is. So we, we have our, our Jerusalem functioning. We've even got our ends of the earth. But, but I feel like the Lord has been talking to me about our Judea and our Samaria. How do we begin to go outside of these walls in, in, in our county? Normally, a, 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 a preacher would start talking about evangelism, of course. There, there, are, there are three particular things that have been on my heart, and some of them for well over a year now, that I, that I want to share with you today. And they're kind of big ideas. So I, I, I hope I don't shock you today. So buckle up. I don't know what, what you need to do to just, I'm just asking you to open up your mind to, to the possibility of what going outside of these walls could look like. Right now we're live streaming. That's great. And, and it's usually functioning at a, at a good level. We glitch sometimes. We're, we're working out the bugs of that. But that is a powerful tool to, to get what is happening inside of here out to wherever it, it wants to be. My mother is watching this, and she's in Oklahoma City. Hi, Mom. That's the, that's the power of, of the Internet and, and live streaming. We, this, this, can, this can go to wherever we want to go. I don't know if you realize this, but our reach is pretty expansive, J- just our territorial reach. Now, we, we, if you're going east, it's Manitou Springs, Crystal Park. We've got folks driving up from Colorado Springs sometimes. But when you start going north on 67, our reach is pretty much to Decker. That's a 45-minute drive. When you start going west, we've got folks driving in from Cripple Creek, Victor. We've got folks driving in even past Lake George. Our, 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 our reach, our territory, our responsibility is expansive. And those of you that have lived in our area for any amount of time and, and driven around it, you know there's these there's these pockets, these communities that are that are, are far away from Woodland Park or even Divide area. How do we reach them? And I think the live streaming tool is very practical for that. It, it would be pretty easy to start some home fellowships in these communities. All, all we need is a host and an, an Internet and a TV. We can deliver church right into someone's home. They invite their neighbors. Just imagine West Creek or even the Deckers area. Somebody would open up their home and invite their neighbors in who are likely not to drive in 45 minutes to try to find their way to a church, but would drive across the street to go into their neighbor's house, hang out, have some donuts and coffee, 
and we could bring church right to them. I think that that is a terrific way to move outside of these walls with our communication. And we could start doing that in some of these remote areas just right in our county alone. We're pretty much set up for that. It's just praying for folks to say, I'd love to open up my home and host that. Idea number one that I think could start unfolding immediately. Idea number two is a little more complicated. But it's desperately needed. We need to minister to addicts, to those that are overwhelmed by drug and alcohol addiction. And, and it is on my heart and has been on my heart to try to open up a drug and alcohol rehab center, a place where people can come to, to be healed, to be delivered, and to be empowered by the word, to, be, to have a whole new life trajectory. That's a big idea. And I'm telling you, I, I, there hasn't been a whole lot of research done on that. I'm, I'm bringing you on, uh, in on the beginning of, of this brainstorming phase, asking that you would join me in praying for that. There's a lot that has to be done to even begin to let something like that unfold. But see, when, when Jesus puts something on your heart, He's got, the, he's got the plans in mind on how it's going to be done, right? Right? I don't, I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't even know what building that's going to be in. It's not happening in here. It's outside of these walls. But, man, there are people in our families, there are people in our neighborhoods who are, who are who are dying from addiction, who are near death, who we're just begging God to help them to hang on just long enough so that they can be delivered. And, and I feel like he's saying it's time for us to start implementing something, start working towards something, a, a place of, of hope, a place of healing for those that are in those kind of desperate places. Oh, Jesus, help us. Show us the way. Third idea is even stranger. I believe that the Lord is talking to me about starting a radio station here in Teleton. A center point of communication for Teller County. There's just nothing in place. A place where we could pipe right into businesses, even homes, if they were to choose to listen. Great music. But the what's happening in our community. Thoughts from the word. I 
I even have it on my heart that we would be able to connect in with the high schools and, and, and stream varsity athletics, that we would have a partnership with the school system. Imagine the reach. Imagine the possibility if we had that kind of, that kind of a voice, that kind of, that kind of a, a pipeline of communication that would be going into the businesses during the day and into homes in the evening. It's a little bit crazy, and it's definitely outside of these walls. It's definitely outside of the box. And I'm telling you, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how that can be accomplished, but I just feel like the Lord is saying it's time to start looking outside of the walls. Now, I want you to know that right now, um, it's, it's hard for me to be pursuing these big ideas. Because right now I'm in management mode. I'm in management mode. It's daily that I'm dealing with the calendar. There's so much going on here. You can't believe it. It's almost like every single room is, is booked just about every single day. That is awesome. That is great. But it takes a lot to manage that. And, and so we're, we're kind of in management mode, and there's only so long that you can maintain that before this starts to happen. I believe that this vision, these, these big ideas, this, these dreams are, are coming because that, that's, that's kind of our next mountain to climb. It's not really building another building, but it's about going outside of this box. And engaging Keller County in a way that we've never been able to do before. I'm excited to tell you that in May, we have a new associate pastor and wife joining our team. I think this picture is there. Jake and Bethany Metcalf are joining our team in May. They come from Oklahoma City. Let me tell you about Jake. Yeah, go ahead and clap. That's great. Let me tell you about Jake. Uh, he's a young guy, right? I was there a couple decades ago. Jake has a degree in sports management. But after graduate, his call into ministry was so strong that he's been functioning as an associate pastor for the last three years, is one year away from become, being ordained. He's perfectly suited for taking what we have started here and running with it. He's going to oversee all the activities that are happening, and he's going to create more. We, we're set up for open gym volleyball. I'm, I'm real excited about things like... So there's much more that can be done he's going to oversee the things that are happening inside of here and what that's going to do is that's going to free me up to begin to pursue some of these big things that's very exciting to me to have that the lord has brought a, a teammate that that can kind of take the baton and start running full full sprint with what we've got going on here that's very exciting and that sounds just like 
God to me. This is where we're, I believe we're, we're going. And um, I'm a little, I don't know if I'm excited or anxious or scared. But, you know, a little bit of all of it. It's big. And I, I don't know what it's going to take to get there, but imagine what the uh, the apostles thought when Jesus said, oh, by the way, you're going all to Jerusalem, Judea, all Samaria, and oh, to the ends of, of the earth with this. How could they begin to even know what that was going to look like, how that was going to truly unfold? The truth is they they couldn't. Empowered by the Holy Spirit, they just simply took it day by day, stepping it out. I think we can do that. I think that can be us. Now, I, I'm sure that you have tons of questions about whichever one of the three things that I just mentioned. And I'm telling you, I don't have any answers to those questions because they're they're, they've been floating in my head for months and months and months. Lots of unanswered questions. But let's just bathe these things in prayer. Let's bathe us in prayer. And as we begin to move forward, he'll open the doors. He'll make a way. I mean... We raised $1.2 million just from within this church family alone just to be in here. $1.2 million, over and above paying the light bill. That is crazy phenomenal. Unheard of. If he's already done that, what are, what are the possibilities? Sky's the limit. He owns the skies, last I heard. That's the kind of God, that's how big he is, and we're just on the precipice of amazing things. God, I, I lay these ideas down at your feet, and I believe that they are born of you. And I don't know, I don't hardly know where to go from here. So maybe this is a lamp unto our feet moment where we kind of have heard the possibility of what's down the path. But man, I, I don't even know where to step from here. And so we just simply trust. God, what else can we do? We just Simply trust whatever you want to unfold. And maybe there's so much more than even what was said today. So much more that you're going to put on different people's hearts and minds. There have been so many that have, have stepped up over this last year with, with this idea or that idea, wanting to start this group, wanting to start this. And I'm just like, go for it. Do it. Walk it out. Obey. 
Make it happen. Let it happen. It's been the testimony of our journey so far, and so we just continue to step it out from here. It's going to require you speaking to people's hearts about some home groups out in the boondocks. It's going to require, I don't even, can't even begin to comprehend what it's going to require to start ministering to the addicted at that level. And who knows what it will take for a Keller County radio station, but all of these details are laid at your feet. that we would simply be a light into this world, a light into this county, a light into this area. Not just by what is happening inside of these walls, somehow able to communicate beyond them. Speaking into the hearts and the minds of men, women, and children in all the corners of this county. So it's all in your hands. Take it and run with it, Jesus. We're going to follow you.
that shocked you into silence, or are we excited about this? Okay. That's good, because it was going to be hard for me to do this alone, so, um, man, it's just exciting to follow Jesus. What a journey into stepping out of the boat, walking on the water. He empowers us to do that very thing. Guess what? We're going to go into birthday cake mode. Um, yes, I know we haven't had lunch, but, you know, we'll, we'll just all engage in eating disorder today. We'll eat dessert first, okay? Dessert first. So, birthday cake, we got ice cream that's coming out as well. And um, I want to invite you to stand. I'm going to say a blessing over you. I don't think I'm going to say a blessing over the cake. That just seems ironic. But may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine on you. Be gracious to you. May he fill you with his peace, his grace, his mercy, and passion for what he's got before us today and on into the future. Have an amazing week. Enjoy the cake and ice cream.
Thank you. 